Welcome in to Moving the Chains. I'm Kevin Thomas alongside John Epps and Drell Hendricks tonight. We've got our 4A and 5A coaching changes show. Appreciate you guys tuning in. If you missed the 1, 2, and 3A, it's on the same platform you found this one on. Either it's at Spotify or Apple or Google, whatever. It's on there too. So go check that out. We got the big boys for you tonight. This is your first time. We appreciate you tuning in. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, et cetera, at Moving Chains, M O V I N C H A I N S. Lots of great info throughout the season with recap shows, preview shows, coaching interviews, whatnot. So definitely check us out on all of our platforms. But Drill, John, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing well. Yeah, I'm good, man. Just uh, hanging out. Let's go through these last few. Um, these are the big boys, though. Should be fun. That's right. Let's get going here with 4A. The first job we have is AC Flora. The Falcons' previous head coach, Justin Curtis, left to go to be the head man at Dorman, and the new head coach is Ken Floyd. John, talk to us about Coach Floyd a little bit. Yeah, so former OC Ken Floyd now takes over the helm at AC Floor. He has been the offensive coordinator under Dustin Curtis for the last three seasons. And those three seasons, the Falcons have averaged 38 points a year, 50 points a year, and 35. Uh, we saw this AC Floor team play last year, a very prolific offense. They do a lot of things. They get their playmakers out in space. They're an exciting group to watch. I think this is a great move by AC Floor. They've been a really, really good team under Curtis for a few years now, and I think this is the most logical step forward for AC Florida to promote Ken Floyd, keep it within the program. And, you know, he's obviously very strong on the offensive side, a very good mind. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, I, I'm like we said in the last pod, I'm all for promoting from within, keeping that culture going. Uh, but then I'm sure he's going to bring a unique perspective. Uh, me and Kev got to talk to uh, the former DC at AC floor and now the head coach at Ben Lip and Bennett Weigel. He called Ken Floyd a, a run game master. Um, so I'm sure they're going to keep, you know, pounding the football. They got Markel Townsend coming back. Chris Lofton. So they're going to be great on offense. It's just going to get those new pieces because I'm sure with, with Bennett going to Ben, Ben Lippin, uh, Ken Floyd saying that AC Flora and then coach Curtis going to Dorman. I know they got a bunch of moving pieces on that staff. Uh, but I think with the talent they have coming back and they were one of the best teams in 4A last year, I don't see them really taking a step back. And I really like this hire. Thank you guys. Yeah. Brought on the money there. Tons of talent back, Lofton Townsend, et cetera. Yeah, you, you do worry a little bit about changing so much. You know, obviously the D.C.'s gone, the old head man's gone. Yeah, I know Coach Weigel took some of those guys over to Ben Lip with him as well. So lots of moving parts, but I think that Coach Floyd is going to do a great job of kind of shaping that staff up, have those guys ready to go here when the season starts. As long as you keep giving the ball often, I think you're going to be in good shape. That's right. Our second 4A job here is Airport. The Eagles' uh, former head coach, Kirk Burnett, stepped down after 18 years, and they hired Andre Cook to take over, John. Yeah, so this was an interesting move, in, in my opinion. I'm not sure exactly what the background was, but Coach Burnett had been head coach at Air Force for the last 18 years. He's been quite successful. They've won four region titles under Burnett and had an undefeated regular season in 2009 as well. But Andre Cook comes in. He's been an assistant at River Bluff the last four years, a River Bluff team, which has been pretty good in that time span. They've got a 25-16 record. They've been to three playoff appearances or three playoffs and have won a game each time in the playoffs that they've been. 
So he's definitely been part of a program, a newer program at River Bluff, but they've had some success. And, you know, hey, you don't have to go too far um, going from River Bluff to airport either. Yeah, I really like this hire for, for Coach Cook, uh, getting his opportunity to be a head man. Me and Kevin uh, got to interview him a few weeks ago. Um, just a great, a great man, you know, great coach, um, paid his dues. Um, and just he's also going to be the AD there. Uh, but Coach Cook, I mean, he, he's solid. He said he's still going to run that defense there, was able to get the staff together. Um, he's got his son that's going to be transferring to play with him next season as well, who's a, a big-time player in Apollos Cook, uh, who plays both sides of the ball, uh, getting recruited pretty heavily from colleges. Um, it's going to be tough getting that program, you know, that ship righted, but he's getting that instant boost. Um, talk to us about a lot of players that he's got coming back that he's really excited about, and it's, it's going to be a progression there. Uh, but looking forward to see what Coach Cook does at airport. Yeah, if you guys haven't watched that interview, you definitely go do it. Uh, you know, Coach Cook was a, a member of the national championship team at Youngstown State. So he's been been a lot of places, done a lot of things. This is his first head coaching job. But I think he's going to do a great job there. Like you said, Drell, some good athletes coming back. You know, and they are kind of in that weird conference or weird region where they play much of the Augusta and Aiken schools like North Augusta and South Aiken, Midland Valley. So it's a tough region for sure. But I think he's got, you know, he's got the program heading the right direction. You know, I don't know if they're going to be, you know, state title contenders right off the bat, but I see them making some noise in that region and hopefully making the playoffs here for and kind of building off that here next year. I tell you what, you get a coach from the Youngtown State program, you're probably doing something right. Yeah, he he, he told us great stories about, you know, he played on the national championship teams with Jim Trestle. So, you know, just got that championship pedigree. They built something at River Bluff. Like I said, he's a multifunctional coach. He coaches um, track as well and then uh, going to be the AD there. Just really excited after speaking with Coach Cook and, and seeing what that program is going to do in the future. Next job we have is Bluffton former head coach John Haupt, and they hired Hayden Gregory, a guy that I don't know a whole lot about because coming from out of state, John. Yeah, so Gregory was an offensive line coach uh, last five years at Collins Hill over in Georgia. Now, they are a very, very good program. Collins Hill is a 7A program in the state of Georgia. They won the state title this past year as well. Now, I would say, a little caveat here, that's a Collins Hill team that included the nation's number one recruit in the country last year, Travis Hunter. Um, so, obviously, he had a lot to say with that success last year. But the fact that they're bringing in somebody like Gregory that has been at a big-time program, even if it is in the state of Georgia, um, 7A football in the state of Georgia is no joke. And the fact that he's been able to, to be around some talented players in a talented, successful program, that will lend him some good – experiences and some good uh, just knowledge of being around a successful and big time football program for Bluffton. Yeah, I don't know much about Coach Gregory, but, you know, that's some great information. Um, I am familiar with that Collins Hill program. I think it's in Swanee in the Atlanta area. Uh, they were a great team last year. Obviously, with Travis Hunter, I think their quarterback was big time, too. He ended up going to, like, Mizzou or something like that. That is right, a four-star quarterback. Yeah, so that that's just a, a you know those big time seven A programs in that Atlanta metro area. That's big time high school football. Um, 
Love the in-state guys of South Carolina, but that just shows that Bluffton's really serious about football. And and especially down there in that area, you got some programs emerging with Buford being so good, May River having a great season last year. So I really hope that Coach Gregory can come in there and, you know, get those guys rolling. I think that's really exciting for Bluffton. That's a growing area, a lot of people moving there. So I'm sure he's got some talent to pick from. Hopefully we get a chance to meet him and see what he's got going on. But uh, I like that hire because of, you know, just the name recognition from the program that he's coming from. For sure. And that's a region where they can really make some noise. You know, region seven, four, a they're in is Bluffton, Colleton County, Hilton Head, James Island, Lucy Beckham, first year playing, you know, official football. And then May River, I mean, really, you know, May River you think is probably the front runner there, probably the favorite one of the year. But besides that, I mean, there's no reason this Bluffton program can't be the two seed out of there, even, you know, possibly even challenge May River, honestly. Yeah, and, you know, the fact that we we see it every year, the playoffs, the way the region works out with playoffs, if you can just be a two seed, you know, you get to host that first round game, and it could be against a pretty formidable opponent too so getting home field advantage just being a two seed and that's just writing off that may river could win the region who knows what will happen next year but um only other thing i want to add to that too you know i know we talked about this a lot during the one two and three a you know it seemed to be a lot of offensive line defensive line coaches getting jobs and you gotta love that personality that offensive line coach brings to your program bring some toughness bring some you know edge a little chip on your shoulder kind of attitude the next job we have is North Myrtle Beach, the 2020, uh, yeah, 2020 4A state runner-up, lower state champion there. The head coach for the Chiefs, Matt Real, left to be the head coach at Boiling Springs. They now have Greg Hill taking over that position. Yeah, Coach Hill has been the defensive coordinator for North Myrtle Beach the last five years, and his, uh, his defense – they have only averaged over 20 points per game once in the last five years. Um, you know, we talk about North Myrtle Beach and Myrtle Beach a lot during the season. We talk about how much talent they have on offense. We don't talk enough about this Chiefs defense and how good they've been the last few years. Um, you know, and as they say, you got to have good defense to win championships. So I think it's a real good hire um, promoting Coach Hill from North Myrtle Beach, putting defense first. Um, he's obviously been very successful on that side of the ball. I think this hire makes a lot of sense for them. Yeah, I like that too. Coach Hill going into a program that he's already familiar with uh, and then staying in that region. That's probably the most competitive for a region in the state, uh, especially with the talent that's in that Florence area, Myrtle Beach, of course. Uh, so just staying there and leading that Chiefs program, uh, I think that's that's a great hire. It's a it's a safe hire, but it's something that you can you can build on. You just they're just two years removed from playing for a state championship, so you don't want to have too much go into that hire. Yeah, and that's a program uh, with Coach Hill, and that was, that was a highly coveted job, and they had some lot of big, really big applicants. And from what I hear, they kind of went with Coach Hill because he's got some prior head coaching experience. You know, he coached in North Carolina at Ashbrook and East Mecklenburg. Is the head man, so that's a that's a big a big thing to have some, you know, have some experience, not even, not only at that program, but also as a head man. So I like what they did there. The next shot we've got is North Augusta, the Yellow Jackets, former coach Jim Bob Bryant. Uh, I believe he technically resigned, uh, kind of a, of a, a wishy-washy story there with what happened with that situation. But they hired Matt Quinn, a guy that Joe and I talked to a couple weeks ago, to be their head guy, John. Yeah, uh, 
a little bit of a mysterious situation with the, the resignation. He, Coach Bryant had been there um, almost to, well, I guess you could count the COVID year um, as a full season. Um, but even if he's eight and seven, he doesn't have a bad record. So not necessarily maybe football related in, in this situation, but no speculation. But with Coach Quinn come from Westwood, he is uh, he was at Westwood for three years, including last year they had a share of that region title with Irmo and AC Floor. We talk about how good that PD region is with North Myrtle Beach and Myrtle Beach. That is a very, very tough region as well. Uh, Irmo, AC Floor, and Westwood um, all in that region. Very competitive region. And Coach Quinn did a really good job at Westwood last year uh, managing that. So I, I think it's a good hire. Um, you know, North Augusta is a good program. They've been strong lately. And Quinn, you know, had that Westwood program, again, another relatively new program, and had him up and coming going in the right direction. Coach Quinn's one of my favorite. It's a home run hire, I think, for that community and that program. Uh, speaking with him a few weeks ago, he played at Burns, like won four straight state championships at Burns. So the guy knows how to win. He's won coaching. Uh, really trying to bring that Burns, you know, those those 90s to 2000s, that that level of, you know, getting the community involved, getting the youth associations involved with the high school program and just kind of building it all the way up. Uh, so it was really awesome talking to him and seeing how he's trying to implement that strategy and, and sharing that vision for the future of North Augusta. This is a great program, a historic program within the South, within South Carolina. And he was very cognizant of that. Like he understood the responsibility that came with being the head coach in North Augusta, the tradition, the pride and things like that. And then just how difficult it's going to be in that region. Uh, but really, really excited for Coach Quinn. And I, I think he's going to do a great job with that program. Yeah. And they've got some good talent coming back to the quarterback, Colson Brown, running back DJ Curry. They've got some playmakers out there um, in, in a, a region that's usually been pretty much them and South Aiken is kind of the one-two lately. Like we mentioned earlier, though, Coach Cook taking over at airport and, you know, Midland Valley's got some good good players in with the Dunbar and whatnot this year. should be a very fun region. I think Coach Quinn's going to be great there. You know, like you said, Drell, a community that loves football in North Augusta, they, they want to be good. They want to get behind the program. Him, you know, playing for Burns, growing up in a situation similar to that where the community, like it's a – it's a big town, but it's a one school town, if you know what I'm saying. So he understands like what it's like to get, you know, kind of like a Friday Night Lights feel where like all the, you know, the business is shut down on Friday. Everybody's going to the game. Like he knows what, what North Augusta can be. I think he's going to do a really good job there. It's like he's doing a great job from what I can tell on social media already. Yeah. If he can take that same strategy that Burns has, you know, and, and I've heard that before too, where, you know, people have asked the question, Hey, why, how is Burns so good? And it's like you just said, you know, from a young age, having these kids come up together, play the game together. And then by the time they get to high school, you know, they've been playing together for years and everything is fluid and, and the chemistry is already built there. And I'll tell you what, you know, the way that North Augusta is, it, it's a growing area in our state. That's a, it's a great time to be there. Now you get more people coming in to attract a place to be. You could certainly do something similar. You would think down there as they did in Burns in the 90s and 2000s. Yep. Yep. And that's a program, like I mentioned, they've been closer. They've made – they always make the playoffs. They've been second, third round the last couple of years. You know, they've, they've won some games that haven't quite got over the hump. So, we fun to see what happens there. Uh, this next job here in 4A may have been one of the biggest openings 
across the board, maybe one of the you know, more shocking ones, and that's South Point. Uh, the defending 4A state champions, head coach Devontae Holloman left to go be on the South Carolina staff, and they hired Bobby Collins, John. Yeah, Bobby Collins, a former college player himself, a SC State Bulldog offensive lineman. Um, he coached three seasons at Lamar, uh, was not very successful there, um, but he does – or he wasn't the head coach at Lamar, but he, he was at Lamar. Um, he does have head coaching experience at Huff High School in North Carolina, which is a very big, very good uh, North Carolina program. And also spent five years as a head coach at Lancaster, where he graduated from uh, – or not graduated from, but went, he went 30 and 25 as head coach at Lancaster. So he's got head coaching experience. He's got plenty of football playing experience and experience within the state as well. Um, and, you know, I, I trust South Point. I think they know what they're doing. They have proved it in the past in the you know, timeline of their young program as well. I trust they know what they're doing here with, with Coach Collins. I don't know a ton about them past that, but I, I trust South Point knows what they're doing here. Well, I'll just go ahead and say it. I thought this was a bit of a head scratcher here. I didn't really understand, you know, the decision to go with Coach Collins. Again, I'm not – I don't know him personally. Uh, but just looking at his track record the last few years and then the track record of South Point, especially winning that 4A championship game in dominating fashion last year, um, I was a bit surprised because you, you'd have to think that that job being in Rock Hill – um, with the amount of talent that's come through there relatively quickly of that program, uh, you'd think that they would be able, you know, maybe go to North Carolina and get a coach or, you know, someone from within the state that was, you know, with a more attractive uh, resume. We'll use the, the code word more sexy, a more sexy hire. Um, so I was a little bit shocked, you know, definitely want them to continue to do well. The Stallions, they're just a great program. Uh, but I was a bit confused when, when Coach Holloman, uh, step down and this was the hire that they made yeah I was surprised too you know um, coach Collins had some good had some good success at Lancaster a program that had been down for a while uh, but then you know he goes to Marlboro County and they don't have you know the best seasons which you know it, that's a program that's got a lot of tradition we talked about it last week on the you know or I guess a couple weeks ago on the 3A show that's a program that wants to be good has been good in the past and they weren't really under coach Collins um, you know one thing that kind of surprised me like I don't know a ton about him but I want to say from what I've read and heard from talks with other people about it, he's more of a kind of a ground and pound, kind of slow it down type style. And if you guys know much about, know much about South Point, a lot of athletes, like they can fly around. You feel like that wouldn't be the best fit maybe necessarily, yeah. but, you know, it's hard to go against what they've done at South Point because like they've had great success with no matter who's been the coach there um, or the players really. So interesting hire for sure, uh, one that caught me off guard. But – I mean, those guys are going to be good because they've got so much talent. You know, DJ Barksdale coming back and the running backs coming back. I mean, they're going to be good again for sure. Yeah, thanks for correcting me, Kev. I, I had Lamar in my notes, and I knew that did not sound right. It was Marlboro County was his previous stop, and they were only 7-24 and 24 while he was there. And what I would like to know, and, and maybe we find this out down the road, maybe we don't, but understanding from South Point's end, because you know there were a ton of people that would want this job, sure. um, in-state, even out-of-state. Um, and just to understand, obviously, they would not say who they would have interviewed or who they turned down, but it would be – I would love to know, hey, what, what made the decision on to go with Collins? Um, but, hey, we'll see what happens this year. 
it, it we could be coming back to this in a few years and going, wow, South Point really nailed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know we may actually get to find that information out. I know in certain counties or I don't know if it's a statewide deal or whatever, but if if a journalist you know request a, a FOIA type deal. Yeah. They have to come out and say who, like, who the final guys were. I know they did. I know they had to do that at North, North at that North Myrtle Beach job. I don't know if it works the same, and you know, in Rock Hill and over in that county or not. I don't know, but uh, we'll be sure to see some of those guys who applied because you would think that would be a a very big time, you know, job as well. That people would want to make a move for. I mean, I I think you could argue. I, I think out of the the jobs that were open this year, I think Dorman was probably the number one job. And then behind that, I think you have to say South Point. I think you could – Yeah. I think some would argue North Myrtle Beach, and I, I understand that. But I honestly, I think it's still South Point. Yeah. The only one I would say, you could you could make an argument for Oceanside Collegiate because some of the benefits they have down there in 2A on um, what they can do. But um, They're just yeah, smaller. This, is, this, is a, this yeah. is a top three, top four job probably top two honestly um that came open no doubt about it so and don't forget that region got more difficult this year with northwestern coming down so that'll be a fun region to watch uh in 2022 as well that is some bad luck for the rest of that region that is (laughs) that is awesome for us though that's gonna be cool to watch that's right and our final 4a job here the westwood red hawks former coach matt quinn we sort of left to go to north augusta New head coach Robert O'Connell, another guy that Gerald I talked to uh, earlier this summer. You know, really good guy, John. Give us some background on Coach O'Connell. Yeah, I'll lean on you guys on this one. I don't know a ton about uh, Coach O'Connell. Uh, what I do know, he was the defensive coordinator at Ridgeview. And, boy, that Ridgeview team, especially on that side of the ball, they have been a menace. Um, really, really a team that plays with some attitude, we saw them make a really nice playoff run. Really made a nice playoff run last two seasons. Um, they've been a fun team to follow, a fun team to watch. And they're a team where, you know, there's a handful of teams, I feel like, around the state that we've watched where you got teams that they're good, they do this well, they do that well. And then you got some teams that just kind of play with some attitude. Ridgeview's one of those teams. So I, I think getting somebody from that Ridgeview program, I think that's a good hire right there alone. Um, and – He's right there in Blythewood. Uh, for those of you that may not know, Westwood is the one of the new schools. It might still be the newest school there in that Blythewood area where it used to just be Ridgeview. Um, so uh, very familiar with the area already. Very familiar with some of those kids probably as well, too. So I, I think this is a really good hire for Westwood. Yeah, man, go check out these interviews we're doing with the coaches. We kind of sound like broken records here, but we were fortunate enough to get Coach O'Connell on as well. And this guy just struck me, just a, a younger guy. He just struck me as hungry. Like, he was just very hungry, you know, to just keep the success, the, the success of, of Coach um, Coach Quinn uh, kind of laid that foundation there. But then coming and bringing his own style from being at Ridgeview, uh, like John mentioned, I mean, they had a great playoff run where <laughs> they almost, you know, made it to the upper state final. Uh, they knocked off the number one seed in Hillcrest. Um, they almost beat that Spartanburg team. I think that was their last game that they lost. Or maybe, yeah, I think I think that was it. But uh, Coach O'Connell, I mean, he, he just seems like he, he gets it, you know, just a winner, uh, just has a vision, you know, to continue that success. And uh, really excited to see what he does as well. Yeah, he's a guy who's coached a lot of places. You know, obviously Ridgeview, 
Before that, spent time at Irmo, Wilson, also Walford College. I believe he was a head coach at Richard Wynn for a couple of years or a year or so as well. So not his first head coaching job, but uh, uh, definitely a big step up here for him. You know, guys, we got to talk about this Westwood program more because it's been really a pipeline for really good coaches. You know, you're looking before Coach O'Connor, we had Coach Quinn. Before that, we had, uh, I believe it was Dustin Curtis. So they've had some big-time names there. And Coach O'Connell, I think, is going to fit right in line with that. Like we know about Westwood, they're going to have plenty of athletes. I think he's going to have those guys coached up and ready to go this season. Yeah, and, you know, Westwood, I keep saying this, they're another relatively new school. It's going to – Westwood keeps making hires like this. It's going to get to a point in time where it's not a stepping stone job anymore. It's going to be a destination. Yeah, and I think it might already be a destination. It's just – one of those things where, I mean, these guys can't turn down these other jobs. I mean, it's a, it's just a relatively young program. It's kind of hard, you know, when North Augusta comes calling to say no or, you know, AC Flora, you know, building a program there, which ultimately led to, to Coach Curtis getting to, to Dorman, which is one of the premier jobs in the state. Uh, but I think this is a really great job, great area, very competitive conference. And uh, I just think Coach O'Connell is going to do a great job there. Hey, hey, let's not forget. Ten years ago, AC Florida was not the it place to be for football either. You know, um, they've done a great job building that program into what it's been. And, hey, that can be Westwood too. And, and, and they're on the doorstep, it seems like. That's right. That's going to be a super fun region to follow as well with AC Florida, Irmo, Lugolf, Elgin, Richmond Northeast, Ridgeview, and Westwood. So Coach O'Connor will play his former players, former job there at Ridgeview. That'll be a fun matchup for him. But a, a very tough four region that now is flipping into the lower state for this year. So. That'll be a fun one to follow there in 4A. And let's move on down into 5A, guys. Only a couple jobs here. The first one we've got is Bowling Springs, the Bulldogs. This is a program that they kind of needed a, an overhaul or a face you could say. You know, John, I know you mentioned that they had made some really good, you know, strides a few years back playing for state and whatnot. They were, they were you know, kind of the big dog in 5A upper state for a while. You know, they had kind of surpassed Burns, kind of surpassed Spartanburg and Dormer for a little bit. But they've kind of had some some really lean years here recently. Going to see what Matt, uh, Matt Real could do there. This is a program that we, we know they've got talent over there. They do you don't just lose it that fast. Um, and that's another growing. You talk about North Augusta, Bowling Springs is a really growing area as well. They have a lot of talent coming in that into that area. So Coach Real has the work cut out for them, but they've got potential to be a big time powerhouse program in the next few years. I think. Yeah, they've done before. They can certainly do it again. Yes. Well, I mean, looking at that, I mean, there's only so much talent that can go around, you know, with the, those schools there. So you, you got to see where Bowling Springs, I mean, they just – they got the right guy in place. They can they can make some noise. It's just going to be difficult. That's right. That's right. Our next 5A job, maybe the biggest job in the state, uh, definitely top two, probably number one. That's the Dorman Cavaliers, head coach Dave Gutshaw, longtime head coach, retires – and they hire Dustin Curtis. Yeah, Coach Gutshaw, one of the greatest to do it in the state of South Carolina. 29 seasons at Dorman. He won 279 games, went to eight title games, won in 2000, 2009. Uh, he coached in North Carolina as well. And I did not realize this, Coach Gutshaw, and he deserves a little bit of, you know, fanfare here. Between North Carolina and South Carolina, he won 14 418 games and five state championships, two in South Carolina, three in North Carolina. So really, really a decorated coaching career for Gutshaw. And uh, hey, for Coach Curtis, 
that's all you gotta that's all you gotta come in and, and replicate but coach Curtis did an awesome job at AC4 we've, we've talked about how great that program has been under him he was there just three seasons <laughs> lost four games three years lost four games won the 2020 state championship we saw that team play last year in person and man they were they were awesome to watch, fun to watch. They, they play smart. They play to their strengths. They play hard. Uh, I think this is a great hire. As I said, this has had to be the biggest job in the state this year. And for Coach Curse to get it, I think, is well-deserved. And I think a, a very good hire as well. They, they could hire just about anybody they wanted. And I think they, they hit the nail on the head with us. Yeah, Coach Curtis, another uh, coach we had the pleasure of interviewing, uh, just a lot of energy. We actually caught him walking off the practice field in the spring. Uh, but just like you said, John, just a lot of success at AC Flora, had the success at Westwood, and I think he's just going to continue success at Dorman. Uh, coach Gutshaw leaving, That's those are huge shoes to fill. Uh, there was actually a really cool story that Coach Curtis shared with us. He actually went up against Dorman when he was at Lexington as a player uh, in a state champ, one of those state championship games. So really cool interview with him. Uh, I think he's just going to kill it at Dorman. One of the premier programs, uh, one, just, just one of the, the biggest schools uh, overall. But I think Coach Curtis is going to do a great job and, and looking forward to the Cavaliers uh, in the future. That's going to be a really good team this year. You know, I've got one of the quarterbacks back, the foster kid at running backs back. Great O-line, Geth, Anderson, all those guys getting recruited. They've got a, a bunch of studs up front. Defense will be solid as well. You know, and I like one thing he's done. You know, I like him kind of bringing back some of the former guys. You know, Sharon Peak is helping coach with them, those guys now. So, bringing in some of the old guys is really cool. I like the OC, Stephen Cagle. They hired him away. He actually played for Coach Curtis uh, when he was a, a quarterback in high school. So, it'll be fun to see how he uh, kind of infuses some of his style into that offense. But I bet that'll be a fun team to watch. You know, I know, Drill, you mentioned – Toughest five region in the state, you know, with Burns, Gaffney, those guys, defending five A state champion Gaffney. Gonna be tough to tough to make headway. I mean, you see these guys probably making the the, the playoffs, you would think. Once you see how far they can go, I think they kind of depends on the quarterback play. But Coach Curtis is a, is a home run hire. He's built programs, he's won championships. And you know, he seemed to be a guy that just kind of understood what it takes to to run a program of that magnitude and run a big time program like they have there at Dorman. So Definitely check out that check out that interview, and I think he's going to do some great things there for the Cavaliers as, as soon as next year, honestly. Yeah, that's going to be another really fun region to watch this year, too. For sure. And our final 5A job here is Stahl. Previous coach Joe Bessinger no longer there, and they have hired Benjamin Lelson, I believe is how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. Uh, John, tell us, tell us about Coach, uh, coach Lelson there. Yeah, so he served as the defensive coordinator for Phillip Simmons last year. Had a great defense at Phillip Simmons, and Phillip Simmons was a team that they really came on strong toward the end of the season. They were a team that we didn't really talk about at the beginning of the year, didn't really know a lot about them. And then toward the end of the year, we're like, oh, wow, they're, they're playing some good football. Um, his defense last year, they gave up just 13 points a game, and they had three shutouts. So he definitely knows what he's doing defensively, and he's stepping to a job that I hope they give him some time because this is a this is a tough, tough job. Uh, we were talking about, you know, Stahl gets – to kind of go under the radar a little bit. Well, in the last eight years, Stahl has gone from being a 3A program to now a 5A program. 
And in just eight years, that is that is quite the leap. And especially that part of the low country is not very forgiving as well um, in that 5A classification. So he's got his uh, work cut out for him. Um, I think he's a good hire. Love the defensive-minded here, and he's done well at Phillips Simmons. Um, we'll see how it goes. Stahl's a, that's a tough job. Yeah, that's – we go from probably like the most prestigious job and, you know, the job that probably everyone was putting in applications <laughs> for for another one that probably didn't receive as many. Uh, that, like you said, it's just a tough job at Stahl. I mean, like you said, to go from 3A to 5A in that short amount of time, just because of that area in Charleston is just growing so rapidly – uh, you got to hope maybe you can pick some guys out of that hall, some some athletes that just want to play ball. And, uh, you know, like Phillip Simmons, that was a cool story. They did. They came on strong last year, and that defense played really, really well, and that's due to Coach Lailson. I hope I'm not uh, mispronouncing his name, uh, but I, I wish him the best. I hope, you know, that he gets that that going. We need, you know, more teams in that Charleston region to be good, like that Charleston area to be good, you know. Historically, you got Fort Dorchester, Somerville, uh, Goose Creek. But, you know, like how much fun is it going to be with Lucy Beckham? You know, if we can get Stahl, uh, Phillip Simmons playing a lot better. Like, want those Charleston teams to be pretty good. Oceanside, that's going to be one that's coming. Uh, but just wish them the best. And, um, you know, hopefully we get to, to catch a game for them. Yeah, and I think you're right on the, the money there with that, Drell. That Charleston region, I feel like they usually have, like, one good team per region down there. And I'd love to see more of them get good, you know. And I think that's one that he kind of has going for him is that I think he can make some headway in that region 7-5-A. I mean, that's the region with Ashley Ridge, Fort Dorchester, Stahl, Somerville, West Ashley. Obviously, Fort Dorchester is going to be good this year with with, uh, with Zoltan Osborne at quarterback. A good coach, Sarah LaPrade, they're always going to be good. You know, Somerville has been kind of down lately. Ashley Ridge hasn't been great. Uh, West Ashley hasn't been great. So there's like some movement I feel like he could do in that region. If he, if he can, you know, figure something out, they can climb into a third place, maybe the second place. They, they can make the playoffs out of that region if he just kind of figure, figures things out because that's not one that I feel like is super, super good year in, year out. And I like to play there. I mean, you go defense. I mean, what's the best way to build a program, you know, that's not doing the best or hasn't had the most success you know, you're going to win more games as you can stop the other team from scoring. So I, I like that. It's, it's a little bit easier to transition, you know, to a defensive-minded football team than, than, than trying to go for offense, especially if you don't know what you have. And you definitely need a trigger man to do that. And, you know, Zoltan Osborne is the guy in that region. But I, I like where Stahl's going. I, I like where they're, they're looking uh, to try to build their program. And that's our last 5A job. You know, like I said, not as many 4A and 5A as we had 1, 2, and 3A. I know we kept mentioning it throughout the show, but if you guys have missed some of our new coach interviews, check those out. You know, in 4A, we had Andre Cook at Airport, Matt Quinn at North Augusta, Robert O'Connell at Westwood. And in 5A, we had Dustin Curtis at Dorman. Got some more coming for you guys here in the next few weeks. So hopefully uh, you keep tuning into those and we'll kind of transition into maybe a couple preview shows of some guys whose teams may be good this year. So we'll have some good stuff coming for you guys. And, Appreciate you guys tuning in for sure. Um, John, Drell, any other thoughts on these uh, 4A and 5A hires here before we kind of wrap it up? Gosh, just talking about the the region some of these schools are in and some of the changes we've seen, it makes me excited. I'm ready for Jamborees to kick off. I'm ready for the season to start and seeing how some of these big-name programs and big-name coaches, how, they, how they're going to change the schools that they're at, the new schools, and and how these coaches come to, come to a school, how they'll – They'll progress their legacy, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're uh, getting close.
Yeah, the off season's the best season. You know, everyone's got a chance. Everybody's zero and zero. Everybody's in the weight room working really hard right now. We've seen the videos, the seven on sevens kicking up. I don't know about you guys, but I'm starting to get excited about it because it, it's going to be here before we know it. And uh, just really excited to see what, you know, not just the established programs, but these new coaches coming in. That's always exciting um, for the players, for the parents, the communities, the fans uh, to see, you know, some of these don't need turnarounds, but you'll see some turnarounds here. And then you'll see some some situations where. Uh, like we mentioned before, like maybe that next guy gets him over the hump into the, you know, into the playoffs or into the championship rounds. And uh, just really excited just to, for this 22 season to get kicked off. Yeah. And we appreciate you guys tuning in. This is your first time, you know, follow us on all social media at Move and Change, M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, et cetera. Check out our, our weekly recap and preview shows during the season on Facebook and, and obviously all your, your podcast outlets like Spotify, Apple, Google, et cetera. And if you missed our one, two, and three, a coaster changing show, go check that one out too. It's uh it's on this same podcast link here, but guys, before I let you go here, we'll put you on the spot out of these four, a and five, a jobs. What hire do you think was the best or, or maybe makes you the most excited out of these that we went through here? Oh man, you really did put us on the spot. Uh, four, a, um, I really like coach Quinn. Um, I really think that's going to work with North Augusta uh, just because of the mentality that he had. Like, I loved hearing his story. And, I, you know, I'm from the upstate, so I grew up watching those Burns teams. Um, if he can implement that at North Augusta, like, that's that's just a really cool deal. And uh, obviously, you know, you go to you go to 5A. I'm excited to see that Bowling Springs hire with with Coach, Coach Real just to see if he can get the, those guys going that's obviously one of the most competitive regions in all of South Carolina football. Uh, really excited to see what he can do at Bowling Springs. I want to go with Westwood hiring coach O'Connell. You know, Westwood has proved that they have made really good hires in the past. And that Ridgeview program has not been a great football program prior to a few years ago um, when they've really stepped it up. So I think that's a great hire. I love the attitude and I love the atmosphere that, I think Coach O'Connell is going to bring that Westwood program. I, I, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I think you guys are, I mean, right on the money. Those are, two, those are the two I was probably going to pick as well. I think Coach Quinn's going to do great things there. I think O'Connell will too with, you know, watching what he's going to do with that defense could be a lot of fun. I mean, they've had a ton of athletes at Westwood. He comes from a place at Ridgeview that had a ton of athletes, so he knows how to coach those type of guys. So that's a big-time one there. And, you know, 5A, I think all those guys hit, hit home runs, honestly. Bowling Springs, Dorman, and Stahl. So can't go wrong there, but – um, another great show, guys. Anything else before we, before we head off here? I'm pumped. <laughs> it's I love it. I'm chomping, love at, it. I'm chomping at the bit, man. I'm excited to, for the season to get started, and I'm excited, especially, you know, the coaches um, that we've been able to speak with. It's, it was really great to hear their stories and just to hear their visions for their programs, and uh, I know it's similar to the other 20-plus coaches that were hired this carousel, so just excited to watch them. Yeah, and I've got one more request um, for all you listeners. I mean, if you guys know a new coach, feel free to tag him or send us his contact. We'd love to get him on. There's nobody that we don't want to interview. We just know some of these guys, it's hard to get in touch with. They're hard to get, you know, responses from. So if you all have any connections, definitely let us know. And then if in the same vein, if you guys have any seven-on-sevens or jamboree starting to come up, you know, shoot us those dates and times. I'd love to come out to some of it, even if it's feasible around the work schedule. So definitely keep us in the loop on what all is going on around the state uh, here in, in July and August. So, This has been a great show for Moving the Chains. We'll talk to you guys later.